welcome listeners to brand new podcast, Chat with a Hat. I'm Dave. This is Rowan. Hey guys, how's it going? Good to be here and uh, excited to, to see where this thing takes us. Just a couple of fans here talking motorsport and having a bit of fun. Thanks, mate. So this is a potty by the fans for the fans. We're going to be talking about motorsport from our perspective. We're going to be talking all year with interviews with the people that make the sport possible. So that's volunteers primarily. Flaggies, medical, recovery, fireies, race control. We're going to talk to some teams, some some drivers, some sponsors, some team managers, if they want to talk to us, we don't know, and some journos, because uh, we're not journalists by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, so. God, no. <laughs> we're, we're here to have some fun and just talk about the way that you guys see it, the way we see it. You don't have to agree with us. You can tell us how bad a job we're doing too. It's fine. We'll wear it as a badge of honour. So... Uh, Stick around with us because we've got a massive announcement at the end of this season, uh, end of this ep. Massive announcement for our very first interview, which will be after the Newcastle round. And yeah, we'll just leave that with you. So, 100%. It's going to be a massive boost for the ratings, I reckon. Exactly. So, we're going to uh, leave that with you. So, we're going to move on. It seems like we should talk about some motorsport. 12 hours well, seems like forever ago. Well, it is forever ago, mate. It's, what, two two weeks ago. That's that's forever in, our, in, in, in anybody's term, especially myself as a millennial. You know, two weeks is far too long. But let's get into it anyway. So the, the winners, Kenny Harbel, Jules Guinon, and, uh, and Stoles winning the Sun Energy one. Mercedes-Benz, pretty, pretty controversially. Matt Campbell, not the second place, but the first place was a little bit controversial. The uh, Matt Campbell, Prining, and Jaminet, Porsche got second, and the the controversy came for the third place guys, Ina, uh, Engel, Greiner, and Marciello in the Group M Mercedes that, that came third. Probably should have won the race, but we'll have a little bit of a chat about that one soon. Uh, Pro Am Chazzy and uh, Chazzy Chazzy Mostert got there in the in the Mercedes, and uh, our boy Richie coming third in Pro Am, which was pretty cool. So, but enough about that. You've all you you all know the results. You all watch the race. We're here to talk about the uh, the controversies and the fun parts about that race. So. We'll kick into that with the uh, the controversies of the last hour and why I think the uh, the podium was a little bit controversial. So all kicked off in the last hour after the the Group M guys got themselves a nice thirty second lead, but then thought it would be a uh, fun idea to to deep fry their modem and uh, cause, exactly. cause, cause cause a bit of dramas for them. So <laughs> exactly, and the the problem for them wasn't the fact that the modem was intermittently reporting. It was they were more upset about the fact it was a race control compliant modem that they were given. So they were complaining about having to come in and change it over when it started to kick back in. The problem itself was it was their hot oil that was <laughs> spraying all over the thing, turned it into a potato cake in the in the footwell. So they can't really complain too hard when you're actually deep frying your own modem to come in and get it changed over for the telemetry. Oh, that's it. They've done a they've done a pretty good job. Like with race control, they managed to work around to get them to change it in the uh, in the pit lane rather than actually pull the car into the garage to work on it, which is the uh, the rules for GT racing. So it only cost them twenty seconds in the uh, in the in the pit stop. And you know the controversy started there, but the 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 race and the action started when the Sun Energy guys decided not to pit for tires, which is a pretty big move, and got them out in front. And and that's when the uh, the action kicked off. That was a pretty pretty uneventful race up until that point. But 
when you've got three cars within 10 seconds or so at the end of 12 hours with 40 minutes left in the uh the racing that that's when the fun kicks off and Mauro Engel probably pulled off one of the the greatest pit maneuvers you've ever seen in the uh in the history of pit maneuvers to send uh send send goon on for a bit of a, a bit of a spin into the beach a bit of a trip to the beach and that's when the the real fun began but yeah i'll t- tell you what i think think uh you know you you said it earlier dave the uh California, California Highway Patrol are using that as a training video. That was the most perfectly executed pit manoeuvre I've seen. It was fantastic. Like, like as far as tap and go goes, my credit card doesn't tap and go as well as that. So, no. <laughs> not not at all. That 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 was spectacular. If it's what he was going for, it was absolutely nailed. And unfortunately, he was actually trying to pass someone, but. A little, a little bit overzealous with that, with that move. I reckon. Give it another lap, and he probably got there. But that, that cop them a pit lane penalty, and they, they ended up having to, having to make that pit lane penalty. And not sure whether, whether everyone knows it. We, most of us do as motorsport fans. But when you're given a pit lane penalty, you've got three laps to take that. And, and they, they didn't take it straight away. They took it on the third lap, and ended up losing the, the race by one and a half seconds when they probably should have won the race by one and a half seconds if you take that pit lane penalty at the at the first instance. So extra extra two laps when you're a second and a half, two seconds a lap quicker and that, that wins you the race, I reckon. So they you know, they, they were they were pretty sad about it. They were pretty pretty upset when that race ended on the podium. Another another bit of controversy there, them walking off the podium before the champagne sprayed. They're you know, still fresh in their mind. They're still upset. They're not too happy about things and, and they, they cracked the sads with a third place in one of the biggest races in the world and, and walked off the podium because of uh, everything that happened. But at the end of the day, my opinion is they cost themselves a race by not taking that penalty at the first instance they should have and they got third. Yep. Welcome, welcome to racing, mate. Strategy and racing. So That's it. We've all seen well, instances ben- earlier where someone hasn't actually come in at the end of a race early enough to allow the driver to get back on track position. So they had car pace. Just ran out of time. That's it. I think Betty Betty Clemenko said it famously. Anyway, you are the, the the driver of the car doesn't choose who wins the mountain. The mountain chooses the winner of that race, so or, or of any race up there. So it's a, it's a, it's got got its own mysticism that place. And if if they don't want you to win, if she doesn't want you to win that day, you don't win. And unfortunately, she didn't want the uh, the Group M guys to win. It was Jules Grunon taking three in a row as well. Let's mention that one. So yeah. Nobody's ever done it before, and I think I think Gunon's like twenty seven. I think he is, so he's he's only a young lad to win three races in a row at Mount Panorama, one of the one of the greatest tracks in the world, and one of the, one of the biggest races in the world. That's 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 impressive. So first guy to ever do it in GTs, and the sixth or seventh person to ever win an endurance race at Bathurst three times in a row. So that's that's no mean feat for a kid that's not even thirty years old yet. Now he's done well, but. Let's get let's get down to like the most spectacular stat because there were a few retirements in practice and during the race as well. And yeah, that's fine. Your car breaks, you hit a wall. Welcome to Bathurst. It's the way it works. But Kasuki, my lord, <laughs> Keith Kasuki, he's 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 just been he's just been given an honorary position at NASA actually as an astronaut. After that, after that <laughs> he got his so. Red Bull wings. He should be he signed did. up by Red Bull. I reckon I've, I've 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 seen a few cars get a little bit of air at Mount Panorama before through the chase, but that was impressive. So, and not not just that, but I reckon he should should be given a stunt position in one of those, uh, you know, with with the motorbike lads as well, because I've never seen a car pop a wheelie that good ever. Like that that was a good hundred meter wheelie on the on the back two wheels, just 
It was a fair launch. Flying, flying. It was a fair so. launch. Unfortunately, a gravel trap can't pull you up if you're not actually in it. <laughs> so. Well, well that, that's it. So, you know, and you, you, we, we all know the chase. You lose your brakes going into there. You're probably going to be doing about 250 kilometres an hour when you realise that you've got no brakes. So, yeah. you know, it's 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 not fun. Keith Keith definitely, uh, I'm hoping that Keith had a spare pair of undies, actually, because he was, he was going to need them after that one. So... I think think they said it was about two hundred k's an hour because we you know we're, we're having we're having a bit of a laugh and a giggle about this but it was pretty serious. Keith hit the wall at yeah. two hundred plus k's an hour head on. Yep. So you know that's uh, that, that, that was a big hey, accident. Tire so, wall, tire wall. Sorry, yeah, tire, tire wall. Yeah. So thank God for that. If that was concrete, I don't reckon we'd be talking as 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 happily about this one. No, but tire wall, tire wall. Luckily, so Keith did walk away with pretty minor injuries, which is full credit to the. Uh, the Mark car builders, they've, they've built a car that can withstand a, a, a massive crash. But that that car landed 15 metres from the wall it hit. It bounced back that far, about 15 to 20 metres, and landed on its roof with and the front flipped. end completely gone. Yeah. Just that, that that's massive. So, you know, that was – there was a couple of other stacks there over the weekend, but none of them were ever going to compare to that. So that's, nah, that's, that's one wins. of the biggest crashes at Mountain Scene, I reckon. Oh, it's close. Yeah. There's been a, uh, in supercars. There's yeah. been some big tumbles at the bottom of the chase, and, and we're all like talking about thinking about fabs when we decided to go for a cartwheel <laughs> about nineteen thousand times. And uh, but yeah, you're right. You're right. In GTs, like coming down the end there, just to pull up, and you don't pull up. Uh, you're, you're pretty much a passenger, and it's a it's a hail mary at that point. So like we're not going to dwell too much on the twelve hour because we've already we've all seen it. It's a couple of weeks late. A couple of weeks late, but. Let's get into the real fun of the twelve hour. Oh, the the you're talking about the uh, the Bogan spy tent. I am talking about the Bogan spy tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How good was that? That that was phenomenal. Like we we after, <laughs> after everything that went on in in the US with them shooting down that Chinese spy balloon, you, you balloon, you think the, you think the last person someone would want to do was was let off a spy tent at Mount Panorama on, on the. Uh, <laughs> You know, post post Bathurst twelve hour, but they 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 did so. You know, peg your tents, guys. Peg I, your tents. I heard I heard they actually launched an F thirty five from Williamtown to come over and actually check it out to make sure <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't actually a Group M spy balloon just trying to pick up on the radio transmissions of uh, Sun Energy. So. Well, I- <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think they might have been successful because nobody's seen that tent since. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- I think you may be right there, but that was just ridiculous. So if, if, if you haven't seen it, guys, get on to Bathurst Campus Facebook page. If you're not a member already, join it. They're a fun group there. And uh, and check out that post because that was that was just pretty phenomenal. And uh, I, th- I think the that, that'll bring us into the next one. Scroll down a bit further on that page to see the uh, the mountain. Oh, lit up. the grassy. Yeah. So that was that was impressive as well. Was, so Mount Mount Panorama, there, there there was not there was not a lot of fire on the track that weekend. It was a pretty uneventful race, but there was a lot of fire off the track. So exactly, exactly. So old mates cut some fireworks off. Standard fare for the mountain. Uh, ends up landing landing in the middle of uh of the mountainside itself near the Mount Panorama sign and it starts a grass fire. So it's a little bit of excitement. So a little the little white. Bathurst kangaroos are gone. I'm out of here. Good old Skippy and his mates are gone. Not my scene. Not my circus. Not my monkeys. And, <laughs> and then, but like, sure, there's fire on the track afterwards. But mate, Bathurst, 
the bathhouse I've been to in the previous years, that's not a fire. I'll show you a fire. Like, like legit down on Hell yep. Corner, uh, everyone just used to roll all their chairs, tarps, wheelie bins, and just pile it into a massive pool of plastic, toxic smoke. The mountain was always on fire after every track, not to mention the bull ring back in the day. There definitely wasn't enough. Oh, we're going there. We're going the bull ring. Okay. So, yeah, the bull ring days. Wow. Shooting fireworks sideways, flipping cars, doing doughies, dudes flying off the back of utes. We'll we'll go more in depth in that one, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, another episode. Another episode. episode. We're we're, going to have a lot of stories. We'll have have had a chance to talk to a few fans and stuff by then. Yeah, and you can tell us us your bull ring stories. You got. We'll talk Damn to you. Straight. Talk to the fans, and that's the deal. This is a, this is a fan podcast for fans, so we're keen to hear your stories. So we'll lay them down, and you can tell you tell your experiences. That's the deal. So, um, so what do you reckon? That's enough for the twelve hour because we've got some other racing well, coming yeah, up. Twelve hours done and dusted now, so we've done enough talking about that. But let's talk about the, uh, you know, what's coming up. The Gen Three cars. So that's uh, that's what everybody. Everybody should be talking about at this point. We're only three weeks out now, four weeks out from the first round of supercars, and we've actually had 15 cars on track now. Woo! So, yep. you know, 15, and from what I understand, they are 15 fully race-prepared supercars that have actually hit the track now. So they're, they're from, from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, I might be wrong, but as far as I'm aware, they're actually fully prepared they've got all the parts they'll be racing with so they're they've hit the track they've done some laps there's been some dramas so probably they're probably the biggest drama to talk about was uh, and i can't can't believe davey didn't know this till uh, till just about early but uh, another davey lost a wheel in, no uh, i missed this one. Oh, that in, guy yeah that so, guy yeah that guy yeah that guy in the corner there so <laughs> For the ones that aren't seeing yeah. the youtube clip yeah there's a good old davey reynolds cut out just sitting on my right shoulder yeah, so he he's, his first test didn't go quite to plan, and uh, and one of the uh, one of the wheels decided to uh, to just have a little bit of an excursion. Decided that wanted to go to the beach after a few laps, so it made a uh, made a trip to the beach. And I saw uh, saw an article just earlier, which actually because they didn't know at the time what caused that, but apparently it's got something to do with a little bit of something they call it a circlip. They haven't haven't talked too much about it. All they've said in the Speed Cafe article is it has a tendency to pop off, which. Is not really what you want your clip holding your wheel in to do for for a brand new car? So, well, we used to have yeah. clips on the on the the center hub, like the wheel nut used to be held in with the clip, and then everybody went to the tangs because yeah. the tangs were a better system. Allegedly, that's right. So, allegedly, yeah, which didn't, didn't which work too well for some, but uh, keep that's getting right. stuck that's when you story. don't put the gun with the button in the square on to right. the hub to release the the tangs. And and that'll do it, but that's that that doesn't seem to be the problem this time. They're going on from from what I can gather. They're just coming off, and they think they think they've found the problem. So hopefully the the Tickford guys said they they seem to have come up with it with a solution for that. So hopefully that'll uh, get passed around to the rest of the teams in terms of safety. I think they're all pretty happy to share information when it comes to things like that. So that's uh, but that was that was probably the biggest uh, biggest drama of any of the tests. Yeah, we'll, we get uh, informed we'll, we'll, and we learn new information. So getting back to testing this weekend, uh, this week, sorry, at, at Winton. Week. Like, yeah, we've got seven cars hitting track this week at Winton, currently in the middle of it. Report, we're recording this on a Tuesday night, so we're, we're day two in a three-day testing session. And yeah. 
it seems from all reports so far, <laughs> the cars are reliable. Everyone's banging out 100 laps a day and the cars yeah. aren't failing. So we've got reliability in there on the shakedowns. So basic componentry is working fine because we're not even doing 100 lap races for most of the sprints, you know what I mean? So so for a no. shakedown, it's doing okay. Um, the degradation on the tyres, Brody Kostecki was saying that it's pretty high. So because of the movement, the movement and the lack of aero, it's very much like the stock car that he used to race when he was 19 years old a few years ago. It's got parallels yeah. to, to the Trans Am Ooh. and the NASCAR. That he, Actually, I think it was in the NASCAR light or something back in, in his early. Well, what do they um, said? I think it's 60-something percent less aero than the, than the Gen 3 car. So that's no, I think it's than, 60, than the Gen 2 car. I think it's 66, but like two-thirds of the aero. Like they haven't taken oh, okay, two-thirds yeah. off. It's... It's two oh, thirds okay, so of the previous of the error, yeah. Right. yeah. So it's about a th- about a thirty five percent drop in the error. Yeah, it's something, still, something along just, that. That's that's still a massive decrease. So you know that's a especially especially for guys that are only used to driving those those cars with those massive aero kits. Like for some of those guys that have only been in the series for a few years and and don't have any of that you know experience with the old cars, they're they're probably going to be the ones that might struggle a little bit. But yeah, as as you said, you've got your Brodies who have done NASCAR, yeah. Your SVGs, your Cam Waters, who have done Correct. sprint cars and things like that, and then and then my my personal opinion is is the old blokes, your your Frosties, your Courtney's, your Davos that have that have been there for twenty years in racing, that have been used to handling the cars back in the day before they brought all those aero changes in. Yep, they're probably going to come good as well because not only are they used to, you know, a car sliding, but they're used to a supercar sliding. Like they've been there and they've done that, so. You know, I reckon you're going to see some of them guys up the front and possibly winning races again. You never know. So that's a, that's one of my personal thoughts, and we'll, we'll see we'll see how that pans out. Whether I'm right or wrong. If I'm wrong, you can shit care me. If I'm right, well, I'll say I told you so. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out in Newey. Like literally, it's only it's only about 25 days or so ish after this hits, far. and uh, for whatever whatever you reckon, whatever I reckon, what everybody else reckons, it means naught. <laughs> on Friday when they right. hit the circuit. I mean, te- this is the exciting part, launching a brand-new design of car in a street circuit where <laughs> it's, 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 a fairly, it's a fairly high load on the driver to not just, like, fine, you can do your testing and you can zoom around and you can get slidey when it's just you on the circuit. Chuck 24 cars next year in a, in a concrete wall it's what what it is is insanity. On. It's you know, and and it's insanity in, in in in. I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's insanity in the greatest possible way that a motorsport fan <laughs> could possibly hope. Correct. So we're we're there we're there for excitement. You know, any motorsport fan that says they don't want to see a car bin it is is lying to you. You know, we're we're all there to watch. We're all there to watch the excitement and watching cars steer off and hit the wall. As long as the drivers are safe, that's all that matters. Always. You know, we don't want to we don't we don't want to see anyone get hurt. But nope. man, you you. You know, when 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 someone loses it, that's that's a bit of excitement. And putting twenty four brand spanking new cars that nobody's driven in anger before on a street circuit like Newcastle is insanity in the greatest is, possible sense of the word. Which is brilliant. Yes, exactly. So, a hundred percent. I will certainly be up there for for Newey. Hundred percent. I cannot wait, and I will be up you there. You will. Parking oh, my. I'm so jealous. Parking, yeah, parking my little tail. 
down near the hairpin down i think it's turn nine down the bottom there on the beach and as yeah. they as they hook him back from bottom of the hill that's Port scratchley so that's one of my favorite uh, spots there yeah. I, I, I would have loved to have been up there with you, but my uh, my, my partner rudely decided to have her birthday that weekend, so I'm uh, I'm out. <sighs> Get a better partner with a different birthday. That's all <laughs> I can say, right? Sorry, say, that's that's she, on you or her. I don't she, care who. She, she 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 she's lucky. She's pretty awesome in every other aspect. That's for sure. Because uh, you're I, missing I, around I one. To have been there. Well, well, well be, 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 beforehand, it used to be the the, the motor, the the Australian Grand Prix. So that used to be on a week birthday weekend every year. So I, I haven't been able to go to that for a while. But that was uh, la- last last year was the first time when they changed that. So I'm hoping they keep it in April now, not as a season opener, because then I, then I can actually start going to the GP again. So <laughs> there's probably a fair chance it won't come back to being the season opener. Just the way that, but the, I mean that's such a moving calendar over there. If one, they're they're keen to have it like as the opener because it was a, it's like the Australian Open tennis for all the well, tennis mate. opens but because it's it's like it's a, it's the fun slam it's a happy slam you know they just like to kick off in Australia even though it's ridiculously are, hot are the are the organizers going to want to swap back from April after getting 400,000 plus people there last year though so that you know i know covid and all that crap Correct. and you know there was there was years Correct. where people couldn't but that was a that was an impressive crowd to to have there last year and the the atmosphere was as best as I've ever seen at the Grand Prix, so that was was that was the best one I've seen in a long time. So I, I reckon keep keep it in April, not just so I can go, but I just I just think it's not quite as hot as you said. You know, everybody's not passing out on the side of the track because it's forty five degrees in Correct. the summer. Yeah, and... yeah, no, it's not flash. Like it's not fun. Yeah, it's not fun. Oh God, no, no. It's like it was, Adelaide it when Adelaide used to be a thing, right? Adelaide used to start <laughs> the season. Clipsal five hundred used to kick yeah. off the season. You go to Adelaide, it's forty two degrees. You're launching like you're sweating your little butt off. You're walking out the back to try to find some food, and everything is deep fried. It's like, dude, I just do not <laughs> want any hot food. It's 42 degrees. Can it's, I go and get like something that's like a, a a cold wrap that comes out of a fridge, not like a deep it's, fried? It's the one <laughs> one time in the world when when us hardcore carnivals are begging for a salad, but there, there's <laughs> yeah. never one. There's never one around. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, can I have a cold Caesar salad? Thanks. And just make yeah. it a and give me a slushy with it. Like, exactly. That's not what we want. So now keep keep it in April. That's what that's what I reckon. But now New Newcastle is gonna be gonna be phenomenal. So seeing seeing those cars on the track for the first time and just well the rest the rest of testing, I'm just interested to see how that goes as well. As you said, we we've only had fifteen cars on track at the moment, so we've still got So far. Because Queensland nine, had to postpone yeah, so theirs because of weather till the end of the yeah. week. Yeah. So we've got nine nine more cars are still to hit the track. So that's all the Queensland cars that have yet to come out. And I think some of the BJR cars are yet to hit the track as well. No, so. no, no, they were there today. Oh, they've all been out there now, have they? Right, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, there might be not maybe not all of them, but um yeah. Bryce Fool was definitely testing today at, at yeah. Winton. And uh really? yeah, yeah, so they've got a couple out there. I think I think Heimgardner hasn't hit the circuit yet today. Might, might I just say Bryce Forward's car looks pretty mint. Like those those middies, those middies liveries with the with the pink and the lightning through them, that's fire. Like I love that car. I've I've always loved the middies liveries, but I reckon this one on the Camaro is looking pretty schmick. All right, let's have, have let's, you seen it yet? Let's, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And you're yeah, right. Yeah. But let's get into the liveries then. Let's get into the shiny stuff. Like the All right. We all we all want to talk about seen. pretty cars. 
Yeah. yeah, we are talking pretty cars. I mean, it's pretty hard to screw up a livery with the lines, the rake of both the Mustang oh. and the Camaro, the way that the cars are actually built and the, the actual rake on the lines. It, it's oh, pretty hard to hurt them because you've got to do it. <laughs> they just lend themselves to amazingly, amazingly bro, bro, pretty liveries. And 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 whether whether you're whether you're a diehard rocked on Holden fan or Ford fan, which I've I'll, I'll put it out there for you guys. I've been red from the day I can remember, Holden through and through. So I'll, I'll follow that on the General Motors. But I I can appreciate a sexy looking car when I see one, and that Mustang is mint. So you know yeah. You, you, you give you think credit the, where credit's due. What do you think of Randall's car, the Castrol car, with that metallic? Uh, red, oh. like flashing through, like when the sun hits that, it's gonna like glow. That is that is pretty. Like that is that is nice. And I, I'm a sucker for like pearl paints. I'm just, I, I, I love them. Just any, a- anything that's got a little bit of change in there is just mm, nice. Yeah, I hear you, mate. I hear you. I, I can't get past. I will say this. It's pretty hard to mess up a Coca-Cola livery because you don't have much to work with, right? So you can't make it special because everyone knows Coke so much. But my Lord, the way that they have taken the rake of that car and just fed the accent and the and the line and the Coke wave into that Coca-Cola Erebus car, that's one of the best-looking cars on track, legit. Well, if... If if there if, if there's one thing that Erebus are good at, and let's be honest, they they're good at a lot of things, but liveries is what they're good at. They 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 have, Correct. I don't I don't think I don't think they've put a bad livery out for as long as I can remember. Not not since they've been run the Holdens anyway. So every time every time they've put a livery on one of those Holdens from the from the Penrite days right through to the you know the the WD forty cars and everything like that, the little accentuations like that WD forty car when I first saw it, I thought. Oh, it looks, you know, it's not, not the greatest. And then I saw the little tiny WD-40 signs just imprinted just underneath the paint and, and all that. It's those little details, Erebus. And I haven't had a, a chance to properly look at this Coca-Cola car. It looks beautiful, but I reckon there's a few little hidden things in there that you're going to see as well that, that they just they just always make their cars look like fire. Well, you look know, at the I'm Kiss sure car. Probably... The Penrod oh, Kiss car. Hey. That the car, JPS I've got, I've got, at Sandown, like the the retro Ram JPS. That JPS special car was sex on wheels. That was just oh, <laughs> uh, that 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 was that was stunning. I've still I've still I've still got the t shirt. I've got the polo t shirt from that, and that's still I, I wear that to this day. Not even just at supercars rounds. Like I just love that t shirt. It looks great. The gold, the black, it's just nice. So, but have you, let's seen, stop have, you seen, have you seen the Red Bull? Have you seen the Red Bull livery? Has that been released? I haven't seen it myself. I, I don't I, know. I don't think it's. I, I saw don't the think test the livery. Red Bull livery's been released, but to be honest with you, if they keep that test livery, I'll be happy. That thing is yeah. good. Like that, that silver on matte blue black and silver, is just yep. stunning. Yeah. So I've I've seen a few guys online say it looks pretty dull. I I beg to differ. You can you can shove that opinion because I reckon it looks mint. So that's just a, a nice looking car. So if, if they want to run with that for the rest of the I don't think they will. I no, they can't. No, their, red below the, the logo. No, yeah. the logo contract. It's a full so, red, red, blue yeah. and yellow. It's gonna be a red, blue, yeah. yellow car. It's... So but I I'd I'd love to see that one kept in. The uh the the WAU cars we we actually we actually differed on this one a little we bit do. we were talking about it earlier because I, I reckon I reckon especially Chazzy's car, I reckon that is that is hot. So I, I think it looked really nice. It's it's clean. It's it's real neat. There's not a lot on it, but I think that looked 
bloody good, but you you didn't seem to agree with me. So. Bored. 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 Yeah? Bored. Uh, Absolutely uh, bored. I just... Yes, it's clean and it's neat because it's not got like a thousand little sponsors all over it and it's not busy, but it's okay. I don't even like white cars. White cars to me are legitimately fleet cars. I do not like a white livery, never have. I just find them plain and boring. And so compared, I'm not normally a fan Nick's, either. Well, Nick Nick's cars and Chaz's cars livery are identical. It's just a different door sponsor and a color scheme. So Nick's going the the silver and black, and Chaz is going the teal uh, with Optus down the door. So I just find it boring. I, I just should, do. We, should, should we start referring to them as the uh, the telco who shall not be named? <laughs> Why? I don't give a shit. Uh, no, <laughs> <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're supposed to keep this PG. Sorry for, sorry for the swearing, kids. Um, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, not in the slightest. Absolutely not. No. Nah. Bring it out. The best telco ever. No, we won't go that far. No. <laughs> no. We'll, so, uh, we'll, we'll save that drive for later. Yeah, sure. That's, <laughs> that's it. The other liveries that have come out, like you said, the Midi's car was mint. Um, the So you want to talk about a boring white livery, the Pizza Hut. BJR's Pizza Hut car. That's just yeah. boring. But then that's, again, that's... also also the same for Jack Smith's car. Like and Jack Smith's. Well, at yeah. least see Jack Smith's car's got a few got a few lines on it, which I like the lines, you know, a few racing stripes down the middle, but the, the Pizza Hut car is just white. Yeah. You know, it's just at least the at least the, at least the SCT car's got a couple of racing stripes on it, which gives it a little bit of you know, yeah. tokenism. Bit of tokenism there. Uh, it's tokenism, but it, it still gives it something. But the, the Pizza Hut car's just <laughs> Yeah, that's my least favorite, probably the most dull one that I've seen so far. But uh, you know, that's uh, that's just what they are. I think BJR were probably a little bit too busy keeping us all up to date with their Gen Three builds to worry. Oh, about how good were they, they though? They cars they win. So, Oh, that was fantastic. So they went. They went off down. season Gen Three building. Like if they don't oh. have a thousand more followers a week just on the back end of them doing vids keeping us uh, as fans involved in the subsections of the sub uh, sub assemblies and the build on these cars. hundred percent. Like I'll, I'll bag, I'll bag you out on your liveries because they're not really that fast <laughs> guys, but credit where credit's due. Those videos were absolute fire and they were, they, they were something that kept all us fans entertained during the off season. Like that was just, we we were, we were all, I don't know. Well, I know you were, but we were both hanging like Dave and I were both just hanging for another video to come out so we could, we could watch it and just learn something new about yeah, the cars. So hundred percent. And yeah. So they were the only kudos, ones doing it. And they were. So kudos, Brad, all the guys at BJR. Massive thumbs up and thank you for that. That was uh that was awesome. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. You've you've won you've won a few fans there, that's for sure, as Dave said. So, you know, we might not be super fans, we might not follow you religiously, but we're we'll definitely be on, on all your socials and, and following everything you do now. So and that's that's what the sponsors want to see. They want they want to know that people are paying attention to them. So you've done good, Brad. Keep it up. All right. So got a couple more liveries to go through. Not many more left as uh who we got. Got the BJR's last car, so Andre Heimgartner's R&J batteries. Got a pretty nice-looking red, white, and black livery. It's got the lightning pinstripes or the lightning stripes down it, which, you know, I kind of like those jagged edges. Looks quite mean. Second best of the BJR liveries next to the uh, the pink middies car. Uh, MSR, always, you know, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of orange and black, my two favourite colours, so the truck-assist orange and black cars 
pretty similar to last year, but, you know, I just like the colours. Nothing too fancy, but just pretty colours. Uh, and then... Team 18. Team 18. I keep forgetting Team 18. Sorry, guys. Uh, so Team 18, I've got the DeWalt yellow and black for all you Tiger fans Have the, with, with the DeWalt livery, which looks pretty nice. And I, I cannot for the life of me, this is why I'm not a journalist and I'm just a fan, is because I cannot for the life of me remember who Scotty Pye's uh, sponsor is. But I know the car is red and black or like a dark red, almost burgundy kind of thing and, and black, which looks pretty nice as well. So that that's pretty sweet. But they're, they're, they're the last of the deliveries we've got out there. The last of the deliveries to start the season anyway. We've got one more to talk about um, that, that's actually been released and that's the orange and black of the, uh, once again, two favourite colours so you know i love this one the boost mobile camaro that thing is sex on wheels that's just absolutely mint so shame we won't get to see it on track at the start of the season but uh it's it, when it does hit the track it's gonna it's gonna be the best looking livery for the season that's for sure yeah uh, they're, so they're the ones that have come out and uh i don't know what it, what, what livery are you looking forward to dave because there's still a few yeah. more to go so well well not a white car you can <laughs> <laughs> you can jam your white car livery out you, you, the back look, end because you, you say that, and I'm I'm normally like that, but I really I really like those Warpshire Andretti ones. So boring. We'll we'll, we'll throw we'll throw that to the fans. Then we'll say we'll, we'll put up a poll on the on the facey chat on the facey chat with the hat page. Yeah. What, what what do you think about white liveries? So there you go. You tell yeah. us your thoughts, guys. Dave hates them. I don't mind them. Other yeah. than that, other than the the uh, the, the pizza one, that's crap. But you know, otherwise, I don't mind the uh, the WAU cars. But yeah. uh, the one I'm looking forward to, it's got to be the monster. Got to be the monster car. So that. But that you know, it's going to orange... be the same as it was before. It's going to be matte black with big lime green, which looks mint. Like it does look well, of tough. Course it, is. it always looks tough. exactly. And that's why I'm looking forward to it because there hasn't been a single monster livery that's come out that hasn't looked good, and it's going to look absolutely sexy on that mustang so that livery on that car it's going to be the same livery let's be honest but that livery on that car is just going to look mint yeah well they do they do make it they do make it simple like a nice clean contrast i mean like i like it yeah uh, and also it's not white so <laughs> it's not white it's the opposite of white it's not white all right so that's liveries that's liveries covered off well the cars look sexy you can't hurt them because the rake, the shape of the cars, the yeah, it's hard well, work to make a bad nice. Yeah, the cars yeah. themselves are the, nice. All right, I'm waffling now. And the low, the, the low roofs on them, I just you know that those nice low sleek roofs, they're just they're they're going to look mint. They're all going to look mint. So you know, other than the white ones, apparently. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> all right, we'll push on. So we've um had a couple of drivers uh, shift teams and shift spots and new drivers in and current drivers out. So not many, but we'll just cover that off because why not? Well, that's it. Well, we're, we're not journalists, but we are fans and we like to talk about driver movements as fans. Yeah. So, you know, the, there has, hasn't been many in the off season. They did get a bit juicy. So we'll, we'll, we'll cut through the boring stuff first, which was a straight driver swap between uh, BRT and uh, MSR. So Tim Slade's gone to MSR and Todd Hazelwood's gone through to uh, through to BRT. So that was the only major driver swap between two current drivers that have been in there. But uh, that's that's that out of the way. Let's talk about the juicy one, which was Jake Gostecki losing his seat at, uh, at Tickford and the shock of Declan Fraser being given the seat over Zach Best. So that's so that's probably where the, uh, the the juicy part is and the talking point. So one, 
Pistecki losing his seat and how that happened. And two, how does Declan Fraser get the drive over Zach Best, the uh, the poster boy for, uh, you know, the rookie for Tickford? Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised. I thought Zach was anointed. He was the anointed one. The team's been developing him, and he's just beat – Declan just beat him last year in the Super 2s, not by much, for the championship. So Declan was already over at Triple Eight and did the wild card with him at Bathurst and accomplished himself quite well. Super Current Super 2s champion. Yeah. And uh, they didn't have a slot for him, obviously, and that, that's – how the the conversations obviously gone between the two the two teams where Tim's decided that he needed to make an offer to Declan to come across and take the full time seat that was vacated by Jake. What was it? It was it was a mutual a mutual announcement, a, a, mutual, a, a mutual agreement, agreement yeah. a mutual agreement yeah. between between young Jake and and Tickford that. He won't continue on his ride this year after they already sent him over to the UK to do some driver training. And they were, I thought they were planning on trying to develop him even further and get him through. But yeah, I mean, last year, his results weren't spectacular. Like he did struggle through the, through the year, through the season. Um, flash, yeah. Struggled to keep the car on track often. Struggled to keep his car out of somebody else's car. He kind of hit a lot of things. And on and off the track, allegedly. Well, allegedly. Okay, we're throwing allegedly in here. All right, we're going allegedly. So allegedly and reportedly. So I can cover my butt both ways there. So at the gala after Adelaide, young bloke got on it, which is fine. I'm sure everybody got on it. Look, it's it's mad Monday for supercars. Everyone loves the gala and the gala stories, but supercars are well known for locking that stuff down so it never really gets out but this time it did and yeah there was an altercation between him and scotty pie on 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 the floor ended up on the floor <laughs> some some crosswords were said crosswords were spoken and then some hands were thrown basically it just it just got it got on like it was a blue. Can't call it for what it wasn't. It was a fight. It was a dead set blue between between Jake and Scotty. And I think that so, might have been the the straw that broke the Kostecki's young Kostecki's back with Tick. Well, hit, hitting wall, hitting walls is one thing, but hitting people is something that's probably a little bit more frowned upon in supercars than it is in NASCAR, I'd say. So, you know, they're not as big on it over, over here in Oz as, as they are in the US. So, and and rightly so, we don't condone violence, you know? No, so no, not in any stretch of the imagination. And, and nah, look, it happened. It, it's a thing. And if that was a bit that, if that was the edge of the cliff that drove him over it, then, you know, he's a young bloke. He's got plenty of time. He'll, he'll learn from that, I'm sure. So... Uh, oh, he'll be he'll be he'll bounce back. I'm sure it's not the last time we see him in supercars. That's for sure. He's got he's got talent. He's, well, I don't know, to, mate. Mate, there's only twenty five. Yeah. There's only twenty five slots out there. So you know, you get you get the brass ring. You hang on to it. Do everything to protect it. We'll have we'll, a chat with supercars about that one later. We'll, we'll talk about the <laughs> charter and written in blood. There's only ever going to be twenty six twenty six TRCs ever, and we'll we'll talk about that another episode because. That's a worthy talking point, but 
uh, for the expansion of the sport, but not today, not today. So I'd, so I'd say we might talk about it a little bit in the next episode, actually, but we'll uh, we'll tell you a bit more about that one later too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably more relevant for the next one up that we've got coming for yeah. you guys. So so after that, so that's the drivers done. Like everyone's stabilised now. The new teams are set. Drivers are in. Cars are in. Newcastle track is coming along beautifully. Like the the building infrastructure, the pit. The, I think the pit buildings are already in place. Grandstands are going up. So we're all getting ready for a couple of weeks' time where we're going to hit sunny Newcastle, get down to Nobby's Beach, have a swim, because it's going to be bloody hot anyway. And then um, we're going to end up seeing how these weapons turn up. See how they go. But we've got a little bit more racing before then as well. So may as well oh, we talk do. about that now. So Yep, yep, we do. Uh, en- enough, enough of the supercars. Let's turn our head to uh, TCR racing, because that's coming up. Not this weekend, but next weekend in the uh, Sprint Tasmania round one. Uh, race, race, race Tasmania. Race Tasmania, is it? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Race Tasmania. Race Tasmania so. with the Speed Series. So down there, we've got some S5000, some um, TCR, Trans Ams down at Simmons Plains in, on the 24th of Feb. So I'm trek, I'm uh, getting on the plane on, on the, big, the Big Bird, fly down there for the weekend, catch up with... What's happening with the Speed Series, uh, round one, kicking off. So that's pr- quite exciting. So we've had a few drivers move around uh, out of TCR and and take up uh, residency with the Trans Ams. So James Moffat, he's, he's gone off to the Trans Am Series. Yeah, TCR to Trans Am. Yeah, as well as... as, well as, as going well into as, Trans Am. Yeah, yeah, Jay, yeah. Uh, Robotham. Yeah, Jay Robotham. No, how can you forget Jay, mate? It is. Yeah, Jay well, he was trans Yeah, yeah, he was, but he wasn't TCR. He was X Super Twos last. He was. He was X Super Last year with, so that's, with Image yeah. Racing. So Robotham is trading one V eight for another, and yeah. Moffat's shooting off from TCR. Jay Hansen, who was racing the Audi for uh, TCR last year, has got full time ride at Super Two with Image Racing with the Erebus Academy. So he's focusing purely on Super 2s. So that's a good gig. That's a, that's a step up. So that's always nice. So. With Jack Perkins as a teammate, actually, in, yeah. in, in the Super 2s. Jack Perkins doing a full season this year as well, to be mentioned. That's impressive. That's an get, impressive teammate to have. Yeah, a lot of experience some, to be learned there, yeah. Yeah, sure. good. As a mentor role, as well as good seat time, ready up for these two Enduros we have, because Sandown 500 is back. So, yes. Erebus are serious about getting a Bathurst win, I think. They're, they're committing to Jack getting back in the seat yeah, right. and uh, just... partnering Will Brown. Well, speaking of Will Brown, he's yet to be confirmed to come back for Audi yet. We're less than two weeks out now from the uh, first round of the season and, and Willie, from what we can gather, has not been confirmed at, at Audi yet. But fingers crossed we can see him back in there because he's He's got skills, and you just love to see him race, whether it's a supercar or a TCR. So, oh, he was so close to taking the championship last year. He came down to the last round of the Bathurst oh, International. It was just for close. the wet, for the weather, the fog, and the rain. And then the GT apparently needed a three-hour mini enduro that they couldn't actually race the Sunday morning with the TCRs. And Tony Delberto won the championship last year, and he's back. So Tony's back. He is back, well, so the, well, that's 
is he, he was lured in by the uh, the world tour coming to Australia. So that's a, another big talking point for TCR. The world tour is coming down under for the Bathurst International and one as to be confirmed race. So that's going to be exciting as a Correct. as a race fan to, to for, for all of us Aussie race fans. It's not very often we get to see international drivers come over here and compete, especially in a series, you know. A sedan series, so that's going to be that's going to well not a sedan series, they're a hatch wow. series pretty much. But well, yeah, two little that's it. So you know, and there that's that's going to be awesome to watch. So having having all those internationals here, and that's what lured Tony D back in. So he will, he probably would have given up the uh, given it up if it wasn't for that. But he's he said that that lured him in to come back and defend his title. So see how that goes. Well, look at Benny Bagwana. He's he's shooting off to do two rounds of the world TCR challenge over in spa and port portamont port you're, so, you're so close mate it's portamount oh portamount okay potty mouth <laughs> all right so he's potty off mouth. potty mouth he's off the potty mouth <laughs> so good old benny barguan is having a crack because aaron cameron took it he flew our flag last year with the uh what was it called the world like the Olympics, basically, the like world, the, world whatever Masters it was, or the, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he flew the Australian. He was the Australian representative over there. So Ben Bagwan yeah. is having two rounds over there. So with all the point structure and stuff, he's going to get some world, some world points. And and as all the drivers finish their season round by round, they accrue points. And then there's a grand final. There's there's a, a final race, which is kind of the grand final for TCRs for World TCR, and they invite. I don't know. Is it top thirty? Top thirty cars that are eligible to race in that final twenty or thirty, yeah, twenty or thirty, something like that. Close. I'm not sure. I should have done research. This is why I'm not a journalist. And uh, so, so, so Benny Bagwan is going to pretty much close to guarantee himself a good spot because he get double points for the rounds he's doing over there, and plus his domestic racing next year or this year with with the TCR. So. Good luck to yeah. Benny over there, flying the flag. I'm, I'm sure he's now worked out. He's got 16 blokes that need to hold his bags and do tire pressures and want to get on the whip, <laughs> get on, get on oh, the yeah. uh, on, on the trip over there to to run support for him over in Europe for a couple of weeks. Should be good. So Look, looking forward to that. But yeah, in, in yeah. terms of. Uh... In terms of uh, Tasmania, anyway, as, as as you said, you're going down there. So for any of the fans that are are, there, are going to Tasmania as well, uh, as Dave said earlier, stop and have a chat with him, say hello. Yeah, might tell even, us your might, even, might even that's it. Tell a story if you, if 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 it's good enough and we like you enough, you might even you might even get your head and your, your voice on the on the potty and and see how we go. So even if I don't you. like it, you can bribe me with potato cakes and beer. It's easy. Oh, that's it. Just don't give him a potato scallop. You'll never hear the end of it. I don't eat. I don't eat potato scallops. So well, there's sorry. no such thing as a potato scallop anyway, mate. It's a potato cake. So correct. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be down in Tassie in a couple of weeks. Say hello. Uh, I love Tassie. Actually, I've only been there twice. I left it for a very, very, very long time before I went down to Simmons Plains. My lord, what a simple, perfect little track for fans. It's oh, it's great. It's I love it. I've never been. I've never been there, but it's such a good track to watch on TV as well. So. Yeah, when you're sitting on the hill, just that round, I think it's one, two, three, like turn three, before you come down the straight to the hairpin when everyone loses their mind. And Shane yeah. is Shane Van Gisbergen is the expert on leaning somebody on the inside and just leaning him enough not to get penalized. Whereas the other guys just try it, they always end up pit maneuvering someone and just spinning them out. 
Just a little nudge, yeah. Just a little nudge. And, you know, everyone runs wide, outbreaks themselves, goes a wide line, goes a high line. Sometimes it's uh, you cut on the inside, just lever. Just get the levers out and yeah. give a little push. So, so now that's uh, that's going to be that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to Tassie and more motorsport. It's a, it's a, well, it's a start. You know, after Bathurst, it's the start of the uh, the proper series anyway for Australian racing. So that's going to be good. It is looking forward looking forward to that. Then, oh, there uh, is then, there is a round there is a round this weekend at Sandown. The state racing. Oh, the Victorian. Yeah, the Victorian, yeah, Victorian state Victorian, racing. Victorian weekend. state yep. racing kicks off at Sandown this weekend. Reef McCarthy. We'll be zooming yep. around in his Formula V, three-time champion, uh, three-time three uh, Phillip Island Classic champion. First time that's been done too. I think he's I think he's a four-time Phillip Island Classic champion, actually. Uh, okay, I might defer to you for that because I it's the first time anyone's won three in a row. I'll give you – oh, no, the first time. No, it has been done before, I think, in like 1970 or 19. No, the th- three, three, three have been done. I think Reef has four. Not consecutively. Reef was the one that did it consecutively. Uh, yeah. Like, yes, there are other right, three-time Phillip Island Classic champions there yeah. that have 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 won legends in that in that category. But I think Reef's the first one to do it consecutively. Well, and go. I was there for that he, final one. It was amazing. That finishes. He, but that was split by thousand. Was, one ten thousandths of a second. Oh, was, it was so close. That race was phenomenal at Phillip Island. There, that was that was that was one of the best finishes to a race I've ever seen. That was insane. <laughs> and 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 was, he's an Aquaman. He loves the wet. Like if you want to, yeah. it's like our boys, like like Brody and Will. You want to throw some water on the track? They'll excel. So yeah, Reeves Reeves so a, you, a brilliant young driver. Oh, he's a gun. So if you're doing nothing this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, get yourself down to Sandy. Yeah, come down. 30, 30 bucks for a ticket on Saturday for uh, no 20 bucks for a ticket on Saturday. I think 30 bucks for a ticket on Sunday or 40 bucks for the whole weekend. So, and, and there's 10 categories there, man. So for, for that price and, and two days worth of motorsport, get your 40 bucks out of your pocket and go down and see them. I think me it's and Dave no will be on Sunday. So it's yeah. a no brainer. And you can just wander down and talk to the guys in the pits. You know, it's, it's pretty cash. Yeah. Like it's so, it is so casual, like legit. That's awesome. Nothing like a supercars round, which is so restricted and so restrictive at the back of the yeah. garages and stuff. And you need to pay for your access and get you don't even get there. that. So, you know. That's it. We'll have a little chat about that later on as well, though. Yeah. But uh, other, other than that, I don't know if we've got too much more in terms of the racing coming up or what we've nope. done. I think we've, we've, we've covered it all off there. So I think so. We'll just, uh, yeah. Get to should we should we get to the uh the big news? Get to the big should news. We? Yes. Well, forward announcing. So basically, this is the part of the podcast that you've had to suffer through all the way to find out what we're talking about. So, <laughs> I did drop flat- a little hint at the start there. A little one, which we deadpan, we, we flat batted, which is perfect. <laughs> but now now's the time to release the beast. So this podcast is by a couple of fans, as you've got as you've guessed. We will be talking to you guys and everybody else, follies and everything else. So one of the, the very, 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 very first interview that we'll be cutting in after Newcastle round is with none other than Mr. Peter Adderton. So we're very excited to have Pete unfiltered, talk as long as he likes, not just about uncensored, cars. Unfiltered. Uncensored, unfiltered. I don't even think those two words even apply to Adderton, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> they That's never right. happen. They I never will. <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't think uncensored and unfiltered is actually a, 
So uh, well, that's just him. Like censored and filtered is not really two words. I don't, I don't, I don't think he even knows what those two words mean. No, no, and and I love him for that. I love him for that. And and it's refreshing. And 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 we all saw, saw, watched, followed the campaign he had last year to to get a team, a race team, to come into supercars. We're going to have a chat with him after Newcastle, and that uh, interview will be part of our uh, second podcast, but our very first interview. But yeah, sure. We're all going to listen to Pete talk about his business life, his his boost boost business and car racing and all of that. But there's going to be a lot more you might learn about Pete that you didn't know. So there's more to the man than the the social media. All I can do is invite you to listen because it's going it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, and it's going to, it's going to be a blast. I'm, Ro, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Legit for a startup potty with a couple of mates just talking about car racing. Getting the opportunity to talk to Adidon, to talk to Pete as a, as a flat out interview, like I'm keen, I'm keen. So I'm pre- I'm, pre- I'm, pre- I'm pretty stoked. I'm so I'm I'm so stoked. I wore my uh, my Boost Mobile jumper tonight and my t-shirt. So that's how ready I am for this. <laughs> no, your little your little banner waver. So yeah, uh, that's it. So <laughs> okay, guys. So we we've got socials. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Come and like the page. Chat with the Hat is the Facebook page. Uh, we're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Same again. Chat with the Hat. Chat with the Hat. Come and follow our socials. Keep updated with us. Give us some feedback. Tell us how bad we are at this, and we'll get better. Maybe, ish. Maybe. Um. Maybe not. Maybe we might get worse. You never well, know. Maybe this is as good as it gets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. So. so uh, yeah, come, come and follow us on the socials. Uh, tune in. We've got more. you got some questions. We're going to do some fan Q&As during the year. You want some questions asked, get your name on the potty. We'll give you a shout out for sure. So yeah. get in contact with us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Chat with a hat. It's all good. So it's look forward to talking with you yeah. guys uh, next week, yeah. next month. Where am I next going? Week. Yeah, well, no, you're getting, getting, getting way ahead of yourself there, Dave. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Sorry, that's on me. So, um, no, it's good. It's good. It's going to be fun. So, yeah, if you've got got anything you want to say to us, just pop them on the pop them on the socials. Any any questions, any feedback, anything like that, any stories that you've got, you might think are uh, a bit of fun to to you know put out there. Have a chat with us. That's what we're here for. As we said at the start of the show, where a couple of fans that want to talk to the fans and and hear from hear from all you guys. So, hit us up. Tell us what you think. Tell us what your thoughts are. Give us your opinions. We want to know all of it. Well said. All right. Cheers, guys. We will catch you after Newcastle. Tune in. See you then. I I think. I think before you before you finish there, Dave, you might. I just did the big finish. Ah. What you might we might want to do an encore here just to give a big thank you a certain sponsor that might be on your hat there. You are. You're one hundred percent. That's one hundred percent on me. Game life. Jason Sweeney. With uh, Game Life, he's the guy that is sponsoring us. He's given us all the equipment to make this possible. He's believed in me last year. If you need anything for your online gaming, peripherals, uh, consoles, streaming, that's the guy. You need you need to get around him. He's supporting us. We will be supporting him a million percent. So yeah, you see the hat. It's got Game Life on it. There's a reason for that. Jason Sweeney is one of the true champion of a man and. Uh, proud to know him as a friend now. After we met in Darwin, ah, oh, there's another, there's another, 
outtake. Yeah, the, the, yeah, <laughs> Darwin. That's a whole different potty all on its own. Yeah, we'll get into that another day. And uh, oh yeah. So, so thanks, Sweens. Game life. Uh, get yeah, a hold of that. Out. Yeah, so. we'll we'll put some links up to his to yeah. his online business and uh, game life. Gamelife.com.au is the website, so give give them a check up. And if you if you need anything for your video games, your consoles, your podcasts, your online streaming, jump on, check them out. Yep, support support another young battler. So we're all in the same that's boat. It. All right, that's it. Oh, sorry, Spencer. I had it on. How did I do the rap without giving you the rap? What would you do without me, Dave? Jeez, I don't know, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> do, an, do another edit, do another take. Yeah, all right. That's so it. After, after 16 takes tonight with the most abysmal internet connection that's been uh, defeating us for hours. We're so what- I'll tell you now, guys, we started we started this this filming at, at about 7 o'clock tonight. It's, it's now 10 past 11 on Tuesday evening. And and we, we got there. We we got, we there. got there. We got there. We got there. All right. So we're done. We're out. It's eleven o'clock. I've got to go to bed. I've got four hours of editing to do. It's all sweet. This will drop on Thursday. Every Thursday after the after a round is when we're planning on dropping the next episodes. And there will be other ad hoc and bonus episodes along the way with different interviews with different different crews. So that's it. Hope you liked it, guys. Thanks very much. And uh have a pleasant evening. See you, right? Look forward to seeing you next time. See you, Dave. Yeah. Peace out.